Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Great Friday to you. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 401 is the time from the Odyssey Palace Studios in San Diego. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. And Matt Scraby keeping an eye on the Farmers Insurance Open. Stefan Yeager at 11 under par is in the lead. There's uh, three more guys you've never heard of that are a shot back at 10 under par. Charlie Hoffman, our guy, trying to hang in at minus five, but struggling a little bit, a lot of bit, actually. Sorry to say, Charlie, on the 17th hole. It's a headache for him today, Scraby. Have you played that? What did you shoot on this hole last time? Uh, on this one last time, I got... I got a bogey, but it was because I hit it into the rough and I hit the next shot like four four yards into the fairway. I'm One watching dribblers. I'm yeah. watching Charlie try to get through that rough there, and it looked that looked like you can break a wrist. Who's, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sorry, I just said on air, who is that? Like people are here with us. <laughs> Someone just, just walked by back. the window and waved, and I'm like, who in the world? Just wave back. No one's in the building. What's the matter with Someone's you? Someone's in the building. Okay. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? All right. Did you want to have a post-movie discussion quickly before we get sure. to? I think we should. Chris right. versus the fans. Yes. Uh, do, do you it. want to reconsider your number one choice, Scrape? You're sticking with Spider-Man, even though people are probably being I, critical of you. I, I really like Crash. That was a that was a you good like one. Crash? I like Crash. That was a good poll. I had uh, in my honorable mention. I had uh, Inception. Yeah, maybe one day you could explain that to everybody. <laughs> I don't know that I can explain it. I just, I just, just enjoyed it. watching it. Okay. Uh, I had the new take on Jumanji 2017. Really? What? The I one loved, with The Rock? I laughed. I laughed my heart out on that one. Okay. Captain Phillips, another oh, good one. Captain Little Tom Phillips. Hanks. Hey, I'm the captain now. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I had Gladiator in there, obviously. I had This is 40, another uh, funny flick. A, yeah, that's a good one. Bridesmaid, and I told you I was. Mm. Uh, I, I love the, the uh, animated joint Rango. Oh yeah, yeah, Johnny Depp's lizard portrayal. <laughs> That's right. He's a great lizard portray portrayer actor. Yeah, for sure. My best of the rest, Almost Famous, mm. which came out in two thousand. Yes, it did. As did Meet the Parents. Oh, oh man, that's a good one. And then um, you could pretty much go through the rest of the list of Meet the say, Parents. Bomb, 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 bomb. Minority Report, two thousand two. Another good another one. Good which one. is also Philip K. Dick, which is the same guy who did the Adjustment Bureau. I don't like when people use their middle initial. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's weird. Well, do that, Anthony do K. Gwynn, baby. Uh, start doing that. What's your middle initial, by the way? T. Okay. Matthew T. Matthew Scraby. T. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's My like other Craig two T. Were Nelson. Both, were both uh, I liked uh, Grand Torino, 
with Clint Eastwood. Oh, that would be your movie. Like that get one. Get off my lawn. It was a get off my lawn, but you know what? He ended up coming around. He did. He to came the younger around. people's way of thinking. That's what I liked about it. And Green Book, underrated. Oh, yeah, you did Won love the that Academy movie. Award yeah. for Best Picture. 2018. You did love that movie. What do you guys scrape? I got a bunch of them actually. I'll just go through. How about them Mr. Deeds? No. You didn't really well, like that I would one? give that a vote just because Winona Ryder's always been one of my faves. So I'd give a, <laughs> he I'd give does a thumbs have up a weird thing one. for Winona Ryder. <laughs> uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is hilarious. It's, it's long, but it's great. Uh, Hitch is another one of my favorite movies. You know, I like Will Hitch. Smith again. Yeah, Wally is a great movie. Uh, oh, the little the robot, robot that Disney cleans the movie. planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dunkirk. I love Dunkirk. That's a good one. How about Wolf of Wall Street? That was my next that one. That was your next one. Really? Deadpool was a great oh, one. Oh, Deadpool's good. Uh, Joker, but Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. The reason it didn't go on my list is because it actually does freak me out. Like, he's actually that crazy in the movie. Well, that movie ends in a... Very strange way. Yeah. Uh, then Guardians of the Galaxy, Apocalypto, and Ocean's Eleven. Avatar. Ocean's yeah. Eleven got in there. Yeah, I well, I think the that. big winner of our countdown is The Hangover because that got a yeah. mention from everybody. Uh, Random Ham says Anchorman, great movie. Man, what left me flat? That is sacrilege, right I there. I understand. I think because I, I understand uh, in a lot of people's I, minds. I work in uh, the broadcasting industry. I think everybody knows some lines from the movie except me because yeah. I didn't think it was I that don't great. either. I don't know any lines other than "Stay classy, San Diego." <laughs> that's that's it. I've heard that a million times. That's all, that's all you got. Stop what you're doing and listen. Nope, it's another one. Don't know that one. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> all right, uh, here we go into Chris versus the fans. Chance for you to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas, and um, all kinds of other stuff. Two tickets to Tom Kiefer, L.A. Guns. That's coming up on April 11th. You get a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Tom Kiefer, L.A. Guns, two iconic rock and roll bands performing together April 11th at the Westgate International Theater. Theater, Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, also home of legendary Vegas fun, Scrape. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. The rules you have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you are. Uh, sorry, I was reading something else. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you are a first-time player, player, let us know and you will get the uh, first question for free and start on the second question today. Uh, real quick, another movie mentioned, 42. Great movie. Oh, good good flick. sports movie. Yeah, great good good flick. sports movie. You know what movie sports flick I wanted to put in, but it fell just outside. Happy, Happy Gilmore is in the nineties. No, any given Sunday. Oh, you like that one? I did. Willie Beeman. <laughs> Love that movie. You do what you're told. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Al Pacino's amazing in that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll fight forever here. I got fired up and wanted yeah, to run through too. a wall. I believed him. I, did I believed too. him I as did a coach. Too. Um, oh, I right. need to give you some contestants. Yeah, I don't have any on my uh, sheet here. Brandon, welcome to the show. Happy Friday, man. We've made it to the end of the week. 
Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Hey, Brandon. Happy Friday, Brandon. There we go. First question. Who owns the L.A. Clippers? Uh, Steve Ballmer. Nice job. Indeed. Question number two. Just, just. Joe Musgrove made his major league debut with what team? I believe that's the Astros. I believe you are correct. Wow, two for Brandon two. running through it right now. Scraby would love you, actually. If I you forgot finished to write it, questions. He didn't write the, questions. We got the, the leftovers. Here we go. Question number three. What team did John Harbaugh coach before he was made head coach of the Ravens? What? I believe he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow! wow. Oh, no way! Great what you needed, Scraby. Yes, it was. It almost, no, it has never worked out for Scraby like that, ever. Never. He is off the, because we really had one more round to be able to play without him having to come up with some questions real quick. So, Brandon, hang on the line. You are the winner. I wasn't even here today. (laughs) Nice job, Brandon. He didn't give you a chance to participate. No, nothing. Brandon with a clean sweep. Well done, Brandon. That is well done. I didn't remember. You know, John Harbaugh's been coach of the Ravens for so long. A long time. That I didn't remember, you know, where he was. I don't remember where he came from. Well, he was the special teams coordinator for the Eagles. The reason why I know this is because it makes complete sense. Now, the Ravens are usually year in, year out, one of the better special teams, uh, teams, I guess, that that are in the league every year. And I I forgot that that was like his bread and butter. That was John Harbaugh's thing was special teams. It was. Yeah. And and so I, I guess like whenever we hear a special teams coach being interviewed for a job now, you kind of have to think twice about whether or not it's a bad idea because John Harbaugh was a special teams coach. He's going to go down as one of the best coaches of all time. Here's a uh, interesting nugget for the uh, championship game Sunday. John Harbaugh was hired by a coach by the name of Ray Rhodes in 1998. In 1999, Ray Rhodes was replaced as head coach of the Eagles by Andy Reid. Oh. One of the coaches retained by Andy Reid was... John, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh, wow. He kept him. So That's he recognized cool. just right then how good John Harbaugh was. Six degrees of Yes, John now Harbaugh. they'll go head-to-head on Sunday. Interesting. You know, I, I've seen – I was watching the Today Show this morning, and they were making such a big deal out of the Lions, it was – Ridiculous! I'm sure it was a big deal to you. Did you wear your 49ers jacket when you were watching that? No, but they interviewed Golden Tate of all people about the Lions. I mean, he played there for a little bit, but he played there for a lot of bit. Trying to get a real player or try to get an active player. Active player. Active player. Active player. Active player. Try to get a real player. Active player. See, he can't help it. The 49er in him comes out. He can't, even just, if he doesn't want it. Even if he's trying to protect it. Hey, if, yeah. you, if the media wants to make the Lions the favorite of this game, I will gladly take the The media the doesn't want to make them the favorite. <laughs> they are the favorite They're of not everybody. The favorite. They are. There's nobody in America They're other America's than 49er team. fans who want to see... 
<laughs> the Niners win. They're Just America's live with that. It's okay. This they, week. These are the darlings. Can you guys break this down for me? I was trying to talk to someone about this earlier, and they couldn't. But why? I don't believe, and I know I'm biased, but I don't believe the 49ers are an annoying team. No, their fans are. They're not. Their fans are. <laughs> their fans so, are. And so fans are the, the reason. Guess who the the non-football players have to deal with? Who oh. are? Are, the fans. The fans, the fans got to deal with all of the 49er fans. I mean, there are a lot of annoying fans out there. Listen, I like Bang Bang Niner Gang as much as anybody. The song. The song. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, why does but the entire country... Annoying. You guys are annoying. Why is the entire country cheering for the Lions? Well, let me tell you why. Everybody loves an underdog of this magnitude. That's the first part. The second part is Niner fans are tough to deal with. I know this because they're the same fans as Golden State Warrior fans, and for a long, for like that three, four, three to five year period, it was tough to deal with them. So now it's the 49ers that they've they put that jacket on, like yourself, and they're also tough to deal with. I got a text from a Seahawks fan earlier saying that he's going to cheer against the 49ers, and then he sent me a banner with a Seahawks group that said, "Friends don't let friends cheer for the 49ers." He's trying to be your friend, man. It's just cute when you're at you're at home. Everyone's in the against you, and I'd be honest about. I'll be honest with this. I think Scraby's really kind of enjoying it. I think he is, too. I think he's enjoying the fact that everyone's coming after him, and he's looking forward to coming in here on Monday and just being sky high and even more annoying than he's ever been before. (laughs) I think he's really looking forward to that. I cannot wait. Yeah. If if the Lions... We got our picks today, too, huh? Yeah, our picks are coming up. If the 49ers get ahead at halftime, I might have to start developing a cough. You might start. You're gonna call him sick on Monday. <laughs> I don't know if I could deal with you, honestly. We might. You might have to do the show solo, Scrape. <laughs> Neither. All I hope. <laughs> I honestly just hope for a good game. No, you, you don't. do not. With the 49ers no, winning, of course. I don't want to. If I was a 49er fan, I would I want, want a blowout. 38 to seven, man. Just let me win easy. All right, fine. I lied. Yeah, of course you lied. I want no. Huge you want no stress. I think Brock Purdy throws for 322 yards. Two touchdowns, and maybe even a rushing tutty, as they say. I think. The, what uh, is it they call that tutty now? A tutty, I guess. T u d d i e. Brutus fan says my wife is a 49er fan. He ain't wrong about them being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> also, another movie suggestion from I believe this is Easy Money, The Big Short. Have you guys seen that one? I haven't seen. Tough that. Christian to Bale. It, it's the the I'm housing. Not an, I'm not an economics crash. person, so you that, know what that else went movie past me fit into this category. I didn't like it. Very much, but mm-hmm. I know it's kind of a, a cult ish type deal. What American Psycho? I, mm-hmm. I think 2000. that's yeah, a night. Oh, it was 2000. 2000 on the dot. Oh, man. It's in Under the Wire. What's his name in that movie? Christian Bale. Uh, I don't know. No, what his I name know is his name's movie. Christian Bale, but it that was but a wild the, the boy. part at the end when he's running around <laughs> naked with the chainsaw is like, what? He was a wild boy. <laughs> he really was. He really was. All right, uh, we got to get to break. All right, let's do that. One quick note the Michigan Wolverines have their man. They have replaced Jim Harbaugh, and it is uh, Sharon Moore, who everybody said it was going to be, is the new head coach, coach of Moore. Michigan. Real quick, Chris, uh, I just saw Charlie score. He unfortunately on seventeen, I think he got an eight. Uh, yeah, an eight. Snowman. snowman. A snowman because he I, he had to have hit it out of bounds on the first shot because he was hitting three on the tee, and I thought it was a malfunction of the TV, but I guess it wasn't. No, unfortunately, he's got a one for under. Charlie. All right. Hang with them, Charlie. We still love you. We love a little traffic, too, on Gwen and Chris. Call from mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 422 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. We have gotten to the end of the week. Championship Sunday. That's right, baby. Lions, Niners, Chiefs, Ravens. Who goes to the Super Bowl? Well, you'll get our picks here in this segment. Chris Ello. Yeah, it's time to put up or shut up. I mean, we've been talking about it all week. Lamar Jackson, you're going to pick him? Going to pick Patrick Mahomes? Really? Going to pick Brock Purdy? Or are you going to go with the fan favorite and the Detroit Lions? Well, we have to figure it all out now. So far, Tony Gwynn is leading the contest. He's 7-3. and three. Picked 7 of the 10 games correct for Dang. a total of 22 points. Scraby, you are just 5-5, five and five, but good enough for 20 points. Thank you. And I'm 6-4, and four, <laughs> but only good you. enough for 18 points. Mm. Uh, this week we have a four-point game. And a two-point game. So that's it. You pick the game you feel most confident about first, and you assign that one four points. We do not use the spread, although uh, for uh, interest purposes, the Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Chiefs, and the 49ers are a whopping seven points over America's team, the Detroit Lions. (laughs) All right, who wants to go first? America's team. <laughs> he snuck that one in there. Uh, Chris, I think you should go first. I'll go first. That's fine. Um, of the four teams, I think the team most likely to win this week is, I hate to say it, I think it's the 49ers. Oh. I finally have kind of just overreact. I, I got over the all the over the reaction for the Lions. I do like them. I love what they did this year, especially on the road. They impressed me on the road, beginning with the win week one in Kansas City. They can stick in there and win on the road. But I just I don't believe that the Lions are going to make it all the way from nowhere to the Super Bowl. I think that maybe this is a stepping stone. Their Super Bowl is in their future. 
but not yet. And I just find it hard to believe, as much as Scraby drives me nuts, that the 49ers are going to blow the NFC Championship game three years in a row. That would really be something that would be difficult for them to extricate themselves from. So, I believe with uh, Debo Samuel cleared to play, and a healthy San Francisco offense should be able to outscore Detroit. Niners will make a couple of defensive plays to win. I'm going four points on San Francisco. Bang, bang, Niner gang. There you go. All right, uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Scraby? I'm going to choose the Santa Clara 49ers, baby. 49ers for four. Everything that Chris said. And honestly, I was saying, I was thinking this last night. It could be because we talk about teams that get to the cha- like get to right there and then they lose a couple years and then they finally make it over the top. So Chris said it best. Stepping stone, maybe, for the Lions. Don't the think for win. a second, by the way, out there that I won't be cheering loudly <laughs> for the Lions all afternoon Sunday. Come on, Jared. Yeah. Or Jeff. Or Jeff or anybody else who's got the ball in a Lions uniform. All right, Tony, who do you like as your number four or your four-point pick? Who do you feel best about this week? I think I know, but I'm going to wait till you guess. I don't want to put a thought in your head. This was tough. Uh, And really, my toughness came down to the AFC, picking Mahomes or Mahomes boy or Lamar Jackson. (laughs) I, I, I I think Lamar... After the offseason he had, after, you know, kind of not being on the same page with the Ravens, it feels like there's there's some destiny involved here. So I'm going to take the Ravens as my strongest wow. pick. All right. That's gutsy. You gotta if you want to be if you wanna be the champ, you've got to beat the champ. I, I, my prediction for you is that you're gonna choose the Chiefs yeah, yeah. as your four point pick. I did not think you would pick against Mahomes. I I, I it was hard. But I, I think it just feel like this is destiny for Lamar. So I'm going to take Baltimore to get the win. Baltimore with my four-point pick. Okay. You got him. And uh, you've been the best guy picking so far. All right. So now uh, we have to pick the other game, and it's worth two points. And for me, it's the Baltimore-Kansas City game. I'm going to say what I said yesterday about this. You are an idiot out there if you bet money against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You just are. I mean, you might win in the end, and you can write me something Monday and say, Chris, I made $20,000 because I bet on the Ravens. You might win. That doesn't remove the fact that you're stupid for betting against Patrick Mahomes. It's not a smart bet. This guy is uh, as good of a winner as there is out there. Um, But I just can't pick him this week. i got to take Baltimore. I think they're the better team. I think the Chiefs lucked out a little bit. Miami was torn apart by injuries. So was Buffalo. Uh, This week they're going to meet a healthy team that's got everything rolling. And I think Baltimore's run game is going to run down Kansas City's throat. I'll take Baltimore for my two-point pick. But I certainly don't feel great about picking against my homeboy. Scraby. Ravens win. I think it's Lamar's time. I think that Patrick Mahomes is obviously going to be motivated. He's going to make this AFC Championship again. He's probably going to play in a couple more Super Bowls, but I think it's Lamar's turn. So, Ravens win. Ravens win. Leaves Tony for the Lions Niners game. And? 
Give me the upset, baby. That a boy. Lions. You just threw away the entire playoff picks. <laughs> no, that's my two-point pick. It's his two-point hey. pick. And he could also be correct. And it's I not impossible. Correct, it's not impossible it's not that he could be correct. You better hope not, because your Monday will be a lot more miserable than mine. What's your reasoning for taking the Lions? What do you What do you see here? Any? I mean, what's where where, where can they win it? I think they're going to protect golf well, and I think that secondary for the 49ers can be exposed. I think that's their weakest part of their team. Number twenty, throw at number twenty is that secondary. Thomas. I think the Lions, as Brett Sebleski said earlier this week, have the best offensive line in the fo- in football, and I think it's going to play a huge part because. To me, I think Detroit can stop, can get a few stops against the Niners. What about their 338 yards a game they give up in the air? I will prove it, Brock Purdy. Right, let's, no, see, you're right. let's see if you are truly the third best quarterback. Right? That's what Wait, you is that how him. badly you had him ranked, Scraby? You had him behind two quarterbacks? Yes, I had him behind. <laughs> yes, I had him behind <laughs> Lamar Jackson. You kind of threw him through. I was like, what? Like, Wait, what? I, I thought you had him as the top-rated quarterback in all of football. Well, That's... look at it. What did you do? Statistically, he was number one in this, that, and the other. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to take. Uh, I, I'm just going to actually turn off my phone on Sunday if they lose because I have a feeling I'm going to be getting a lot of heat. I don't think you should turn off your phone. I just think don't you should turn off your DMs, is which you should turn off. Uh, someone called in the other day, or actually, no, they won the prize. And before they got off the phone, they said, Scrabby, I need to tell you something. And I was like, oh, gosh, what's about to happen? He said, my lines are going to kick your night. <laughs> oh, there you go. I was like, all right. He well, said, and he's going to call back in. I believe his name was Luis. If the Lions win, I told him he can call back in and he can gloat on the air. I will say this. The uh, Michigan area football fan is feeling themselves these days. Yes, they after are. After the Wolverines. And, you know and what? now what the Lions are doing. They so. have had so much bad sports luck. Have added. They have. City of Detroit. Yeah. I think <laughs> they're going to. I think that's going to come crumbling down, but. I'm hoping that the Lions can find a way on Sunday. All, All right, right, there's our picks. We got it in the bank. Uh, Brandon on the chat says, Elo finally does the Scravy impersonation instead of the other way around. I, I missed it. What was my impersonation? He did your uh, your Brock Purdy Rowe. rankings. Oh. No, I did his Brock Purdy rankings. Yes. Yeah, well, he led the league in this, that, and the other category. <laughs> oh, I missed that. I missed that is that. not how my <laughs> that's voice That's exactly sounds. it. Although, that's as close as any of the impressions you do of me. <laughs> Although my SD fat loss, like they call it a donut. You, you sound uh, just like that. Yeah, I do. Because, Chris, they must have sped up my spot or something. <laughs> like oh, a, is that right? I sound like, like a Martian. I'm, yeah, my you sound like said, you inhaled helium? <laughs> yeah, my brother said over under 12 and a half balloons of helium before you recorded that spot. And I said over because it sounds awful. <laughs> ah, boy. All right. All right. Careful. Let's get to break. Scraby's back on the stage once again. A big five, Scrape? Oh, yeah, big five coming up. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely not uh, ready No, for that. there was a trade proposal that I found out there from for the Padres. And, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. When you say there was a trade proposal. It was like an idea. Like oh, a, okay. Like so it was an things. idea. It wasn't actually a proposal. Yeah, and okay. also we're going to be talking about the grass of the Super Bowl. And the Washington Nationals unveiled some new uniforms. Jesse Agler pointed out to something to me that I didn't see. And I'll tell you and I'll show you the pictures when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. All right. Apparently, there's 2.999 million other people out there who are as desperate as I was to watch the Chiefs-Dolphins game last week. 
Peacock announcing that they got 3 million new subscribers last week. How many canceled Yeah, this it week? doesn't say. It says that in order to make a profit off the $110 million that Peacock spent for the game, they would need those subscribers to stick around for at least four months. <laughs> Not going to make it. I already canceled. And it's, I, I know it takes like an hour and a half to, to cancel, but I That's canceled. what I was going to say. How many people do you think it, are going to find the cancellation process too much and just There'll keep be a it? few. There'll be a few. But, I mean, they're going to need everybody to go four months in order to make that money back. That's, you know, the other thing is, is a lot of people are just going to forget. Yeah. Right. You'll yeah. forget that you even have it. Then like two months when you go, oh, yeah, I still have Peacock. I never canceled it. That's what happened with me. And and, and then you'll be, and then you'll be like, oh, yeah. You start to see all the goodies that are on there. You're like, eh, yeah, eh, yeah. I really want to cancel this. It just annoys me that they even did that. I, and I think it, even if you're a streaming person, it had to annoy you. Everybody, right? Why am why am I, you make me feel like I'm the only guy out there who is mad about this, Scrape? Um, because no, you're not the only person that's mad about this. There were a ton of people that were mad about this. It got it got so crazy that there was a senator or a congressman or something who wanted to take make a law about them doing this. Like it was crazy. Yeah, God, I, you know what? I've always said I love politicians. This is this <laughs> love those politicians. Wait, always they were, they always were sticking to make, up for us. They were trying to make a bill to do what now to prevent prevent the NFL them even from, from yeah from the NFL from moving it. Yeah. Good try. Well, you know, Javier saying something in the chat right now that I've heard a lot, which is the NFL doesn't care. They are going to do whatever the heck they want, and people will follow. That's exactly. why. Exactly. Yeah. We knew this. We've known this for quite some yeah. time. We knew that already. We, this has nothing to do with Peacock. This has everything to do with the fact was, that there was a football game that was carried there, Yeah. and we needed to watch it. And what did we do? We watched it. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. All and right. the NFL knows it. They know. They, sure they do. They've got us. They've yeah. got us. I know. And and everybody's like, well, we got to make a we got to make a point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah, Don't watch football. Do. Right. That's that's see your how option. see how that goes for you. <laughs> None of us are willing to commit to this this plight <laughs> that right. much. Absolutely not. All right. We got some uh, traffic, and then we got a big old five. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. Real quick, Tony. So MLB Network was going through the top 100 prospects on TV. Word. And number eight was Ethan Salas. So there you go. Uh, Evan Carter was number five of Rangers. the Rangers. How is Evan Carter a prospect when he played 23 regular season games in the entire playoffs? Because he played 23 regular... You know how many games are on a regular season? Uh, 162. They One do. for every Bobby Cox ejection, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> we found that out. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's why. He didn't play enough. I know he played in the postseason. You got to see his face all the time, but he's still below the threshold, I believe, to be a rookie. Right. You got to have a certain amount of bats to qualify or to, I guess, not qualify as a rookie. I don't know that he reached it. Is all this? Right. Is this? And do you agree that it's different in this day and age now, Tony? In the sense that young players are more, way more ready than they ever were before. Once they come to the big leagues, I mean, like to me, a good example of that is a Rosarena, who was on the uh, playoff roster in 2020 for Tampa Bay and hit like 19, not 19, but hit like what 10 home runs. I think, there and they really hadn't even been a player in Major League Baseball yet, yeah. and he was already doing that. I think there are some unique cases. I think all in all, I would say no. I would say that players are less ready than they were in the past. But really, you bring a guy like uh, a Rosarena, a Rosarena. And that is, remember, he played in Mexico. I mean, he's playing in, like, grown man leagues at that point, you know, right. doing all of that. So he's a little bit different. There's always going to be your outliers, right? Your Fernandos, your Evan Carters last year. Yeah. And we'll see how that, what that looks like in a full season of play right. this year. But I would say, all in all, you call a lot of guys up and they're learning at the big league level as opposed to being ready Okay. To come to Big League. Yeah. Because Rosarena hit 10 home runs the year prior to him being Rookie of the Year. Right. So he, In the playoffs. That's right? weird. Yeah. Right. In the playoffs. That's a unique. 10. And then the situation. next year he was Rookie of the Year. Strange. It is strange. Yeah. Strange. Number five. All right. Bleacher Report put out some trade proposals for Guardians closer Emmanuel. Is it Class A? Yeah. Class A, yes. Oh, I thought nice I was going to. I thought I was putting a little bit too much. Uh, fanciness on the name, but Guardians closer Emmanuel Classe, and the Padres were mentioned in this. The trade proposal looks like this. The Padres get Classe, the Guardians get Jake Cronenworth and Jackson Merrill. Now, they wrote that if the Padres would rather have someone more proven than Suarez inherit Hader's role in the ninth, they could surely do worse than Classe, and here is the, creme, the kicker. The kicker. The Not the creme de la creme. No, that's where you're going. That's why I helped the you. Kicker, the kicker. Yeah. Class A will only earn $2.9 million this season, which would not cut into the cost-cutting mission of the Padres, according to the Bleacher Report article. So, Chris, yep. would you make this trade? Nope. 
<laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Well, I mean, I got to say no because I hate relief pitcher. I don't. You know what I he's mean? A, he's a really good closer. I understand that. But closers are not worth Jake Cronenworth and Jackson Merrill. Right. Too much for a closer? I, I You know what? No. Absolutely not. Especially when I got three candidates already lined up to close. And yeah. I could go 0 for 3, but I'm not going to trade Jake Cronenworth and... Jackson Merrill when I've already got something lined up in that spot. Yeah. So th- this is really a dumb proposal. I thought the same thing when <laughs> I read it. Who made it? Bleacher Report. Oh. Uh, Tony, should I even ask? Sure. Would you make this trade? <laughs> Invites him into the, the trap. The no. Uh, right? The answer is hated it in terms of the, the deal. The deal. Um, yeah, this is, Chris is absolutely right. Especially when you already have three closers on your roster, as it is right now. You're going to add a fourth and give up your, your one and that might be only left-handed bat right now. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, this is not a good deal at all. Number four. If you haven't signed up for the Jesse Agler newsletter, you should definitely go sign yeah, up right should. now. Just yeah, go to you his, should. Just go to his social media or his, uh, his ex account because he wrote today about a question he got from a fan And the gist was this. With a sped-up spring training and teams being out of their normal routine, how do the players and coaches feel about playing these international games? So basically, Tony, do you think this is player-friendly, these international games? I mean, I don't know. Um, First of all, it's a privilege to be... Featured? Featured in one of... Excuse me. One of these (laughs) games. One of these games. Uh, it's, you know, typically we've seen the Dodgers do this. They've played Arizona over there. Padres haven't been, you know, lucky enough to to get this nod. So, I mean, listen, I, I understand the question, especially after last year, right? The WBC seemed to kind of have everybody off to a slow start. I still think, uh, I don't know if this is player friendly or not. You're, you're traveling across the sea. <laughs> and losing a day and gaining a day, you know, it's. I don't know if it's player friendly, but I don't think that players are um, down on going. Yeah, especially listen, Hassan the, the other team has to go through the same exact thing. Now, what effect will it have when you come back? Remember, the Padres pretty much aren't in spring training. They come back to San Diego and won't have their first, their third regular season game until probably like that more until right? the thirtieth. So you get another like a week to kind of readjust back to. You know, United States. Chris, is this a player-friendly thing? Absolutely international not. Games. Absolutely not. You're flying how many hours? Like 17 hours 12. to play two baseball games? We, we've been over this. We've had many, anywhere from 12 to 20. I believe it's 12, 13 or something. <laughs> we have given out so many. Remember I said 17, Tony, when that clock winds into another hour. Remember I you're said still 13 not there yet. when you're at hour 17. 17. Sorry, though, man. I've, I've flown. I've been to... To feed or, um, Bali, and I've been to Hong Kong. Ooh. I don't know exactly where Korea is, but it's out there. <laughs> I don't know exactly. It's, well, it's, I don't Hong Kong compare is to those two. Hong Kong, I believe, is a little bit further. Man. Just a little bit, though. The longest two days of my life, except for the two days I took to come home from those trips. <laughs> no, I don't think it's player-friendly at all. I think it's a hang with them as a player. I don't think you... I mean, it's exciting, I guess, to be part of it, but... I think it's an awful long way to go to play two games. Uh, if you're two and zero, and you can be in first place for a week and a half before the season starts, oh, that there would be go. nice. That would be sweet, but it's not going to be easy against the Dodgers. 
Chris, when you did your trips, um, they're not taking the Titanic. They're actually taking planes. So it's going to be a little bit, you know, faster. Wait a minute. You turned back time there, not me. I saw your eyes. You were they're twinkling I didn't do it. about your time on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> One of the survivors. Yes. Me and the unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah, you were the, uh, the, the guy who left. Anyway, I'm going to move on. The 49ers announced on Thursday today, or yesterday, sorry, that they've reached a 10-year naming rights extension with Levi's that will keep the company's name on the stadium through the 2043 season. The deal got done even though the two sides still had 10 years remaining on a 20-year, $220 million deal they agreed to back in July of 2013. So, Chris, it's obviously worth it for the companies to put their name on the stadium, but do you feel like it works for you? No. I don't think any advertising works for me. Okay. Although I'm sure in some way, shape, or form... It does. Like when you go into the supermarket, do you really buy one brand over the other because you you yes. saw a commercial for it? I think Maybe. sometimes you buy something just because it's been advertised and you think that legitimizes it. But I haven't I, – I don't know that I would buy a, a Qualcomm product or a Snapdragon product just because their name's on the stadium. They, they probably would tell me differently and say that they get a lot out of it. Mm. What do you think, Tony? Do you get a lot of money out of it? That's about what they get. I mean, twenty year, ten years ago, a twenty year, two hundred and twenty million dollar deal. It's not terrible for. But do I mean are is that are they going to sell two hundred twenty million dollars worth of Levi's based on that? I see. I, oh, I Levi's is already, in terms of the, the company just, that's yeah, getting right. Yeah, because yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Levi's is already a brand name that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I think's interesting. Long about before that. the stadium came up. Yes, it, it, I mean Coors Field in Denver. Does that sell more Coors? I don't know. I mean, I mean, in a way, yeah, because Coors is like the main beer they're going to sell at that stadium now. I mean, they well, changed. they have been staying still at the stadium. What was the name of the stadium that they changed? And it just doesn't. Oh, it's like Arrowhead. Arrowhead is now like G E H A Field at Arrowhead State. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, and no one calls it that. They call it Arrowhead. Yeah, but yeah, so good for the Levi's. Number two. Last year's. You don't need my answer. You're good. I thought you just gave it. I Tony, does it work for you? <laughs> Doesn't work for you. Uh, it doesn't matter if it works for me as long as it works for the company. There's your answer. All right. Last year's Super Bowl saw plenty of players slipping on the grass field at State Farm Stadium in Arizona. This year, the NFL says it's confident in the grass field at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, home of Super Bowl 58. NFL Executive Vice President Peter O'Reilly said the playing surface will be in excellent condition on Super Bowl Sunday, noting the surface has been installed for a while and maintained by the best team in the business. I need a reality show about the Super Bowl grass, guys. Chris, though... Or Tony, Tony, though. Tony, though, is this the most ridiculous news story we talk about every year around the Super Bowl? No, because it, it pertains to injuries, and we know how big of a deal that, that that has been. If I'm not mistaken, last year, the NFL statement is like, we got the best team. Didn't they have the best team last year? Yeah, you know, and last they, year like, went last above year, them and told them not to do something. No, last they, year we had the fourth best team. Oh, that's why fourth, it didn't that's work. What it was. Okay. That's what the NFL announced. <laughs> no, of course if, they thought they had the if, best team last if year. If I'm remembering correct, 
the after all of the issues, the groundskeeper came out and was like, we tried to tell him not to use Oh, this yeah, he was very angry. Yeah, and they just threw him under the bus. So, and he's not... I don't believe. I think last year was his last year. Yeah. So they got they got the best in the biz this year. Yeah. I just hope that the playing surface is safe and nobody gets hurt. And yes, it's probably. We talk about it every year. It's probably. It seems ridiculous, but it, it's actually not. Chris, ridiculous news story. Is this the most ridiculous? news No, story? it's not the most ridiculous news story. The most ridiculous thing is that somebody will bet on the coin flip or the length <laughs> of the national anthem. Touche. Oh, I shouldn't do that. All those. All right. Number one. All right, the Washington Nationals unveiled two new uniforms they will be wearing this coming season, and I just reposted it on X. If you go to at Matt Scraby, they aren't a huge change, but for some reason, I like their home uniforms. The road atrocious. The road uni- or no, I'm sorry, the home uniforms are the most different. The road uniforms are more traditional, but if you go and look at the picture. Jesse Agler pointed out to to all of us on X that the road uniforms are actually pullover uniforms instead of button-up uniforms, which is very different. I don't think there's any other team in the league, right? There were a lot that used to do it in the 70s. That's that's going way back in the way-back machine. The way-back machine. So mostly the, you know, the one that's the road one or the home one has blue sleeves on each side and then white on the front and the back. So when we get back, it'll give everybody time to go look at the new uniforms and you you guys will review the uniforms when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 